My drag, in its purest form, is a love letter to black women. And honestly, Rue, I would be remiss if I did not tell you how much I appreciate you and everything that you've done. You are a constant inspiration. You are an example of continuous love. And I thank you for helping me make my dreams come true. I'll never be able to repay you for that. But if you give me your Venmo, <laughs> I can send you some installments, and I will sure as hell try. <laughs> so thank you, really, truly. Well, as Shirley Caesar once beautifully said, no charge. Well, I feel like this is kind of like the quintessential speech you should give on the runway when you're about to win All-Stars. Like, bring it back to family, bring it back to the thesis of your drag, bring it back to Rue, bring us some tears, and bring home the crown. And that's what Shay did. Yeah, she even, like, left it with comedy. Yeah, oh, oh, and put a little sprinkle of comedy on the top. Yeah, like, yeah. this was... That's also self-referential, right? Because yeah. of, of uh, what's her Alaska. face of Alaska. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to be Ross Matthews about it, but this is how you win this competition. Yeah. But, like, that is, like, those are the moves. Like, not that it's all fake, but it's knowing that it is... They all know that they're filming a TV show and it's a competition and it's a pageant. And Shay's been really, really good at playing this game all season in terms of like, even if she missteps in the challenge, she's playing the reality TV side right. I thought this was just like pitch perfect. She looked absolutely stunning. Absolutely stunning during that runway when she was giving this speech. I like there there's the sense of royalty when she was speaking here like you know she was last you know there was all of those things mm-hmm. uh, the the tears mayhem crying was I I think honestly like top 5 tears of the season for me um mm, just wow. looked gorgeous when it just drops down oh god mayhem um but uh not to make this about mayhem uh, with shay you know it's it's interesting to me that she does bring this back to rupaul what are your thoughts Mm -hmm. on that well it's obviously especially now and you know this was all filmed you know a year ago but especially now there with rue being off of social media and you know whenever people you know in think of rue now they think of the fracking um it's it's an interesting thing because i feel like at the end of the day all of that stuff is true but like we've kind of talked about this before is like you can't deny what rupaul has done in her career and the careers that she's helped establish for a lot of entertainers on this show. And like that doesn't negate any of the other things we could drag her for on Twitter, but there is certainly some truth to like Rue has she hasn't like rolled up her sleeves and, you know, kept in touch with the girls or anything like that, but she's, you know, gotten them on this show and, you know, given them a launching pad. Uh I think I mean, I, if I were Shay, I would say all the same things. Even if I thought, oh, it's so weird you don't make eye contact or things like that. You know what I mean? It's so weird that we don't talk when the cameras are off. Um, Mm. Because, like, even though Shay already had a great career and was well-known before All-Stars 5, like, what this is going to do for her is is huge. And so it makes sense to say thank you and to show some gratitude in that moment. Sure. Sure. I think, you know... Trailblazers are humans too, right? And uh, mm-hmm. a, a lot of trailblazers get older, and 
um, don't keep up with necessarily what younger generations are are thinking about and doing now, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so there is going to be some sort of uh, discord. But um, yeah, I, I, it was an interesting tie-in, especially now. I think just hearing that from Shay... Uh, to to hear somebody praise RuPaul like that, right? And we don't we don't normally get that. At least if you're hanging out on Twitter and Instagram, there's a lot of shade coming yeah. towards RuPaul. So it was just an interesting move to have the winner and to have such a regal, like uh, uh, studied, nuanced, beautiful uh, contestant. You know, who's also very uh, very involved in activism, right? To say, yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's very cool to hate on RuPaul now, you know, and like <laughs> I always think it's funny. Like people are like, "Oh yeah, well she's a fracker," and I'm like, "So what? Tell me what fracking is, you know?" And well, like some of, the, but I'm just saying, like I think it's very easy to jump on the bandwagon and like not know what you're upset about. You know what I mean? Yes, I mean, and you know, meanwhile you're still shopping at Amazon, right? So there is yes. that, you know, or yes. you still you still own a car and pump your gas every two days, you know. Right, um, yeah, it's like you know the moment the moment you drag someone on Twitter on your iPhone, you're helping to support child labor in another country. So you know, go off, sis. Give us nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. And so again, we put these heroes on a pedestal, and we expect them to be perfect. And I think it's just it's just a reminder this speech that like you can you can be human as well. Like we we these mm -hmm. expectations we have for people to be perfect are are unattainable and they're kind of unfair. And, you know, that kind of brings me back to Shea Coulee, right? Like, did Shea Coulee totally slay this last episode? You know, it, to me, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even yeah. matter. <laughs> so it's like, I, yeah, sure, yeah. We, could, we could go back and forth and mince words and split hairs on this episode, which I think we will. But at the end of the day, Shea fucking won and Shea fucking deserved it. And I have a lot of thoughts on that, if I, if I may. I just think that there's no way they were going to take this away from Shea after setting up this story all season, right? Getting so close, the rug being pulled out from under her, these personal and emotional connections to winning, right? I, I think the fans needed her to win just as much as Shea did, especially now in a way. And, you know, Juju and Cracker fans, sure, I'm sure they were disappointed. Juju and Cracker were disappointed, of course. Are they going to be okay? Yes. And can I say the same for Shay? I, like, I, Shay, we needed a happy ending, Mary. We all needed a happy ending and a season without goops, you know? Yeah, and we got it. Yeah. Well, and Ju Juju B in particular, because obviously, you know, it was like, Shay is the queen who should win. Juju is who I wanted to win. Yeah. But like, Juju B has been the quintessential example in this whole franchise of like, you don't need to win. Like, right. <laughs> Juju has been on, someone's done the math, like she and Manila are tied, have been on the most episodes of Drag Race. Juju B has never been eliminated. Like, Juju B has also never won any money from the show. But like, she's doing fine, you know? <laughs> yeah, she is doing fine. You know what? And I think about Shay, and I think about, you know, she did so well on season nine, and arguably, you could say that she did just as well this season, or maybe not even as well, and she still deserved the recognition because for those people and those fans out there that think being in the Hall of Fame for All-Stars means something, right? Then, then yes, Shay should be there, right? If, if mm -hmm. it means something. I always think of Serena Williams, right? People are so quick to take away all of the shit that Serena Williams has done because she hasn't 
amount to the same amount of Grand Slam wins as Margaret Court. Even though Margaret Court was competing in a very different time, in a di- very different era, right? And yeah. there's always this asterisk next to Serena's name because, well, oh, well, she... She hasn't won as much as Margaret Court, right? It doesn't matter. She's still the greatest of all time, right? Like, in, yeah. in, in my mind, right? So, like, and I think about the... <laughs> the say, you got to give it to her. Her last name was Court. I mean, like... <laughs> well, she's also incredibly transphobic, so... Oh, okay, uh, well... <laughs> I won't even get into Fuck that. off, Maggie. <laughs> yeah, right, right, honestly. Anyway, go honestly. on. So, but anyway, but I think about all of these winners... And for whatever reason, people are like, yes, it means something. We need, we need Shea Coulee to win. And you know what? I'm, I'm like, yes, give it to her, right? There are, like the Vixen was tweeting. She's like, oh, my God, I feel like something's been lifted, the fact that Shea mm. won, right? And, and I, I could totally understand that feeling. It's like, yeah, something has been lifted, and I'm glad that it has, even though it might not really mean anything. Um, but for other people, it is very real. And so for all of those reasons, I'm glad that Shay won. And you can't take this season away from her. She did She did very well. I mean, oh, God, so well. Well, and I think in the narrative of RuPaul's Drag Race and in the world of RuPaul's Drag Race and the paradigm created with this Beauty Beat little TV show, like the story of Shay Coulee is something that, you know, people really invested in this in this show are very aware of because yes, she did so well in season nine, and then the rules were changed. And I was rewatching some clips from like season nine, and like the the category is you know stage performance, which is just so good. By the way, mm. it's just so good, and like Shay is great in it, but like it just has to be said, the moment that Sasha Valor crawls out from the back of the stage, oh. <laughs> I just my eyebrows fly right off the right off my face, but. <laughs> Shay did so well and then like I rewatched like the so emotional lip sync and all that and it's like yeah I mean that was we were all Aja in that moment just being like oh my god and turning away uh, which is the funniest part of that clip is Aja it is so if you have if you've watched that lip sync and not noticed Aja in the corner losing her shit during the rose reveal you have not lived let your 2020 improve immediately with that moment Um, but it's like yeah but it was like such an upset and and so I think that feeling like we talk about being a robbed queen, you know, like, oh, like people are always are, you know, uh, wanting that for you and always kind of cheering you on even more because they feel you didn't get what you deserved. And now she got it. And yeah. so it's kind of like, oh, we can feel good about Sasha. We can feel good about Shay. They both won with the same wig and different colors. Like, mm-hmm. it's great, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, so oh, it is wig like... moment. What a little that, nuance. Again, the mm. genius of Shay Coulee, right? Yeah. The detail. That's the other thing that I just want to give mention to for Shay is... is and, and she mentioned this in her speech. She's like... You know, my thesis is is a love like my drag is a love letter to black women. And that's what she presented all season. And mm. and and she didn't waver from it. And I I think that is so beautiful and so cool that a queen can do that. You look at somebody like Juju B, right? And your her thesis is, well, she's a pizza queen, right? And you're like, Well, I love Juju B. She's got a great personality. But in terms of the artistry and what Shay is bringing every time. I love knowing, right? It's like Sasha Velour. I know what mm-hmm. Sasha's going to bring. You know, there's something yeah. very specific. Yeah, there's a thesis there, and and it and certainly feels. Um, I mean, always, but it's, you know, certainly this year, I think it feels even heightened. It's, it feels mm. nice to see that kind of celebration because there's just 
you know, n- there hasn't been a lot of great news, you know, in 2020, certainly. Uh, and so it's just great to see someone who's like, I am here celebrating black women and, you know, uh, showing them in my drag and winning with that drag. It's like, mm-hmm. well, that's it doesn't absolve the bad news, but it's just nice to have some good news in that. You know, we, we all want joy, too. Right. We yeah. enjoy also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, I wasn't disappointed. And uh, no, if, we wanted Shay to win. Know? We were rooting for Jujube and we wanted Shay to win. Like if Jujube had won, I think I would have been like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I would have yeah. been like, God damn it. That felt sucks. Like I would have I would, also yeah. felt that. Right. I would have been afraid more so than usual to the, go on to Twitter after that, because I just feel like. Juju would have probably gotten such unnecessary hate from dumb people um, that she doesn't deserve. And I yeah. feel like, again, like Juju B, like, I think, again, does not need to win. I, I think for she's she's proven beyond like losing the new winning. She's proven that like you can you can become something incredible on this platform without ever winning without only with only winning one challenge ever you know <laughs> yeah just re- just win the reading challenge <laughs> yeah yeah she won yeah in 3 seasons she won two reading challenges and one main stage challenge and is still considered you know uh, a favorite of most people who watch this show right i think of katia right it's the same type mm-hmm. of thing mm-hmm. sure sure those boston queens Oh, oh, okay. Well, you know, as as Jujubee says, uh, I'm from Boston. We don't fuck around. <laughs> no, they they throw pillows, girl. They throw hands and they throw pillows. <laughs> oh God. Well, Shea Coulee, you know, it goes without saying. Like a complete, huge congratulations, and I, yeah, send all the love. Don't send roses. Um, yeah. <laughs> Send yeah. all the love, send all the praise, retweet every image of her. I just think I don't want her to go away like so many winners do, like Jada, right? Already. Mm. Season 13 yeah. is being buried, you know? Yeah, season 12. I mean, 12, yeah. sorry. Well, there you go. There you go. Perfect example. Yeah. Uh, I you know I saw Jada on the pit stop with Bob, and it was I like, did not oh. watch it. I don't like watching it before these podcasts. I know. <laughs> I I I I stick to my guns and my thoughts, but I just I uh, it's always worth it having another perspective. And Jada was the guest, and it was great. I mean, Jada is uh, it was just it was to your to your point. I guess it was this nice reminder of like, oh yeah, I love Jada. Jada was great. Mm. Jada's great TV. Yeah. Um, you're right. I mean, winners kind of disappear. It's like season 11. If Evie Oddly was not the first lip sync assassin this season, I think she would have. Unfor- I mean, granted, she's got a career. She's doing the Las Vegas thing uh, and she'll be on that show. But like it it wouldn't have resonated as much. She wouldn't sure. have resonated as much. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Again, keep uplifting Shay and all of the amazing images that came out from the past eight weeks, uh, you know, by Shay, right? All that that brain of hers and that 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 performance. I mean, just as much as Jujube, right? Like, I love Jujube, and yeah. uh, and and you know, keep it going for a little while. Um, but Mary, let's talk about this little finale. I don't think we have much to discuss, but we certainly have some things to discuss. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> without yeah, further ado, yeah, <laughs> let's uh, let's tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they're, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm created with this beady, beady little TV show. 
I'm Johnny, and oh my god, I'm crowning right now. All these cats are gonna pop out of me, babe. <laughs> and I'm Colin, and oh, is that relish? Is it relish? Relish. Picturing, is it relish? Relish. Picturing, <laughs> picturing Derek at like a hot dog stand. Oh, 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 is it relish? Oh, I wasn't sure. Oh god, Derek. So, Mary, I have to say, the most shocking and surprising thing, not the most, but one of the most, because there weren't that many goops of this episode, but one of the most shocking things to come out of this episode was Derek Barry in drag, and he looked, or she looked, gorgeous. Yeah, I I, I felt like, oh, okay, you've kind of figured something out. I, I, To be honest, it was like, because what we saw in the first episode was very Britney, and then this was like kind of the first time where it was like, oh, okay, this doesn't feel like a Britney reference at all. Then I was like, okay, I want to f- see a few more examples of this quote-unquote Derek drag. You know what I mean? Right, right. I don't know exactly what Derek is trying to say, Yeah, you know, as Derek right. Barry, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but but I was like, okay, work, glow up, good for you. Yeah, you know? well, and it's interesting when you think about that runway. It's like I felt like I understood each of those queens' drag aesthetic from that mm. runway. But Derek's, it was like, oh, oh, so, okay, so this is, okay, this is what you do. Okay, got it. Um, yeah. Whereas everyone else, it almost felt like they were doing a quintessential example in a way, um, or kind of just like doing what they do best, you know? <laughs> extra, extra, read all about it. Angina yeah. murders pussy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Paging disasterina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that was, yeah, certainly Angina. I mean, I felt like with her, it's like every time she puts on one of those little hats, I'm like, oh. That's yeah. angina. That's what angina yes. does. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, you know, I I didn't I I loved that they all got a little runway uh, and that they, yeah. you know some more looks well, right. They really kind of solved one of the problems of a finale episode is that there's no one there to cheer. There's no one. It, oh. it feels very like you think of like seasons two and three and it's like it just feels like an empty room. It's like, Sarge, can you start clapping? We need someone to be clapping here. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this time they brought in this Greek chorus of queens, gave them a runway, gave us a great runway at the end of the show. Uh, and then we got to feel a sense of like, oh, yeah, there's there's a support here. There's people cheering like it was uh, really smart. If if I may be so bold and say that I think we need Alexis Mateo at every single lip sync from now on. Well, that's why we call her best supporting Alexis because <laughs> she's best at supporting these queens. Oh my god. During it was, a lip sync. Oh, so great. It was so great. Yeah. This is something I mean, we I think that Drag Race Thailand has done that really well of like you they're the you know Yes. Uh Art and Pangina cheering for the queens and like you there's a sense of that like what happens at a club when a queen's performing. And it was so fun to see that on Drag Race. It totally changes the experience and makes it feel a little more live and a little less edited you know Mm, especially when it's not a live audience type of lip sync yeah just bring Mm -hmm. back the cast just bring back the cast yeah yeah supportive you know mm -hmm. yeah that was great um and back to the runway though that uh, giving credit where credit is due blair looked insane yeah (laughs) yeah she looked like have you ever seen the never ending story or part two with jonathan brandis i mean you love you love talking about him and uh i do i know i know i i i think i have when i was very young 
And I was like, well, why aren't we watching Star Wars or Spaceballs? I think that's what oh. I thought when I was watching it. <laughs> well, there's a little like princess child. I can't remember what they call her in the movie, but uh, that's what Blair was giving me. The kind of like little, oh. the little empress kind of thing. Maybe if I Google it, it'll tell me never ending, never ending typos is what I'm typing. Princess? Oh, fuck it. Well, Let's it was see. it was great to see her come out like that, uh, you know, and just continue to slay the looks. Because I think that is a, one of her strengths, right? Mm -hmm. It's a, a huge strength of hers. If I may, the childlike empress. Oh, the childlike uh, empress. Yeah, no, certainly. Blair... We we've, we've had our thoughts. I have two two things I want to say about Blair, and I don't Same. want to jump ahead to other things. But I have two <laughs> things I want to say. One is yes, she. I probably have more than two things, but two things outright I want to say because we did kind of read Blair a lot this season, and so I want to try to find two positives. One is yeah, she was reliably great on the runway, and like clearly is one of the things she does really really well. Also, she told us last week that she is a theater queen and so watch out she's a theater queen and i'll say we kind of read her for it last week but it showed in the in the clapback performance this week and I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about that performance more but i just want to mention this is that blair when all the queens kind of come in at the end mm -hmm. for like that big group part mm -hmm. some of those queens look like oh, i'm just trying to remember this choreography i learned six hours ago cut to blair big smile on her face just getting all the moves yep. and i was like that little yeah, beautiful little chorus bitch is getting lucky today. That's she, right. The little gay boy from Full House made it. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. She really, I, I was so like, okay, Blair, I take it back. Well, and not to mention good. her learning everybody's choreography, which oh, is God. totally the Rachel Berry thing to do, right? Like yeah. ultimate theater kid. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, of course. Of course. Oh, no, no. I, I'm just... I'm just having fun. I just love learning choreography. Right? right? Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah, just sitting there, like, that, that sort of the half motions, the, like, just hands out kind of, yes. of the choreography. Again, like, oh. Nomi Malone. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, Blair. Blair is, uh, I, I think that with, with time, I'll go back and look at the season and watch the season and go, oh. Blair as iconic we talked about this we were texting with with Amanda there is something about her that's very Alexis Michelle in a way that gets better with time mm -hmm. there's a, a self-awareness a, a non-self-awareness there yeah um, yeah it's different with Blair because I feel like the age is also it's also yes. included in when you think about Blair but oh, um yeah. I do, you know, let's let's keep talking about Blair and kind of get this out of the way. So, Mary, I mean, a question for you. I asked this on Instagram. The shimmy shh, right? The mm -hmm. brr, shh. Is it funny when Blair does it, Mary? Well, apparently it was the first time in season 10. <laughs> well, that's because she didn't know, right? Because she didn't know. Well, there you go. That's like part of Blair's charm is when she doesn't know she's being funny. Yeah. Um which is a tricky thing to harness when when you're at your best when you don't know you're when you're not trying to be funny. Um but I think, you know, it, I think it, you know it was very sort of charming once it kind of came up this season and then she exited with it and I was like, "Oh, that was a great final note for the for the shimmy shake." But then it happened like a few more times this episode and it was like, okay, guys, we got it. Like it's, you know, yeah. And it's, it's not that cold in here. <laughs> right. Right. It's different than Brown cow stunning. It's different than the sponge dress, right? There's mm. uh, somebody on Instagram said it really beautifully. They said that 
Juju B when Juju B did it, Juju B kind of took it from Blair because it was oh, funny yeah. when Juju did it. And then yeah. Blair, we keep comparing it to now Juju be doing it. Right. Well, and like the thing is also, and I think that both of us can attest to this or at least be uh, a participant in this is that there is there are stages of ma- of a of a repeated joke. We tend True. to, you know. And so uh it's at first it's fresh and then it gets to a point where like okay, it's not as fresh anymore, but you have to keep doing it because mm. if you keep going, it'll then move into this like a lexicon thing. You know what sure, I mean? Sure. And so you just it's kind of like growing out your hair. You have to get through that stage where it just looks kind of dumb because eventually mm-hmm. it'll make sense. Mm. Um so I think that if Blair Blair may just be in that stage right now. She just may be in a like Ooh, it's poofing out at the sides and the bangs are weird. But in a month, this is going to look great, you know? Yeah, and I completely agree on that side of this idea. The other side of it is there are Blair St. Clair fans that now love this and it's Blair's and they're going to do it with Blair when they see her and it's they don't even notice that it's, you know, not self-aware or too self-aware, right? Uh, they, 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 they're not concerned about that. Right. So they're just like, mm-hmm. oh, I, oh, yay, we have this now. You know, it's something mm-hmm. for Blair and for Blair's fans. And for that, I, I kind of love it. Uh, just another shout out for another Mary on Instagram. Sister Mary Kareem had me dying today or yesterday. Uh, <laughs> they said Blair is the girl in class that reminded the teacher of the homework that was doing. Oh, yes. With like two minutes to the bell and everyone's just like. <laughs> Sweating it to lunch, yeah. And then Blair raises her hand. Oh, Mrs. Um, Mateo, Mrs. Mateo, Mrs. Hi, Mrs. Mateo. Mrs. Are you going to collect? Before the you homework? go back to the nurses' room, you haven't collected the homework. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was such a cute little shady moment. Anyway, I, I, the shimmy shush for me is funny when Jujube does it. But yeah, yeah. That, that's all I have to say. Blair, you know, it was fine. Um so these queens come in uh in in the workroom in the start of this episode and we get this really interesting quote from Alexis, of course. Mm. Mrs. Mateo. Mrs. Mateo. Thank God for Mrs. Mateo keeping it real because oh, yeah. the thing is all of this, I mean Juju and Cracker and Shay, this was so far from organic in terms Mm. of of conversation. I mean, this was a McDonald's hamburger of conversation. It was... It was a McDonald's commercial, Mary. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't think I was loving it. And I... uh... (laughs) Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, Mary. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not buying it. Yeah. Uh, Not quite a happy meal. (laughs) No. No, I would say no. Um, Can I get a girl toy? Yeah, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. We're out of girl toys. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Fuck it. We're going to Wendy's. So I... Like, yeah, obviously they come in, and it's like not only is the glory hole thing there, but like, there. Ha- I mean, I don't know, but there have to have been camera people at some point around, like, why are they trying to film behind the glory hole, you know? Like, I don't think that was just like shots they were getting from like the mirror cameras, you know? Um, it No, it looked to me like, well, first of all, we don't really know when they were filming those behind the glory hole scenes, right? 
it could have been a little stitched together, sure. But sure. but yes, but Mary, you're absolutely right. Like they know something's up over there. It's like when Vanji was behind the screen in season eleven. Yes. Yeah. yeah right. It's, it's like yeah. It's like hmm. I wonder. You know. Uh, it always it reminds was, me of the witches yeah. when they have the big oh, meeting know, and Luke is behind the behind that screen. <laughs> Oh, uh, and all those drag queens show up. Oh, um, God. So, Madame. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Come on, Bruno. Um, <laughs> Bruno. Oh, Bruno. And she's, and she's undulating. Oh, oh my the God. undulating. Oh, God, uh, I love that character. Angelica Houston. Uh, and soon to be Anne Hathaway, Mary. I know. I know. I I mean, it's just those are those are big shoes to fill. But They are. They are. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, the... I, I, you know, I'm not that concerned with if they knew and whatever, because, you know, yeah, whatever it's the magic. It's like, OK, I'm going to spend my disbelief to watch this campy scene go down. Right. Exactly. But what I loved is the unscripted moment of Alexis. <laughs> oh, yeah. She went saying, off script, darling. Yeah. Saying, do we all sound this fake? I, Girl, yeah. <laughs> do we all sound this fake? I was so grateful. Do we all sound this fake? Yeah. <laughs> it works both ways. Um. Yeah, I was so grateful for that because I was like, oh, good. I'm glad at least Mrs. Mateo is hearing this. Like, mm -hmm. like I appreciated the acting challenge that the top three were going through on the other side of the workroom. But it was just was great to capture Alexis being like, yeah, I'm sorry. This is can we just can we just jump out and yell surprise now? This is stupid. <laughs> It's cute. I mean, I appreciated all the acting moments, the the physical comedy of them tiptoeing over to the glory hole and then uh. pretending like they were looking for a place to hide. I don't know if you mm -hmm. caught that. They were like, hmm, what's this? All of that acting. I was like, okay, this is yeah. this is RuPaul camp. I'm kind of here for it. Blair looking through the glory hole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Angina. Yeah, of course. Yeah, or was it Angina? I mean, I guess, you, you know, take turns, you know? <laughs> Your jaw gets tired. Bring a friend. <laughs> Mine doesn't. Um, wow. Yes. So, so uh, yeah, no, I loved uh, also, you know, May, uh, was it Mariah? Mariah, after responding to when they were like, oh, this is the top three that I knew. And then Mariah's like, meh, 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 meh. Mm. Well, that like, it was those like prompted conversations where I was like, oh my God, like this is. Like, this is Coco Montrese on the bus getting her life, celebrities waving back at her. I was like, this is that kind of drag race right now. Okay. Yes. And yes. once I once I leaned into that, because, I, yeah, I can be, a, you know, a Krabby Patty whenever it feels cheesy and performative. But then, like, once you sort of accept, oh, okay, we're all doing this on purpose. I just need some wink from the show mm -hmm. that the show knows it's doing it. Mm -hmm. then, then it's like, oh, okay, we're just being campy. NBD, you know? Yes, no, be, no big deal. That's why I want it on a tote bag. Do we all sound this fake? Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, you know, kind of taken out of context just on a tote bag. That's so... Um, yeah. So profound. Thank you. I mean, thank Alexis, right? Yeah, missing the <laughs> town. Yeah. Uh, That's why she's a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, Mary. Uh, so, yeah, so Alexis is back. We also get straightened out. Uh, during that little reunion moment. But um, l there's lots more to discuss here, in particular the challenge. But before we talk about the challenge, let's take a quick little break, shall we? Oh, I would love that. Hey, Marys, let's talk about therapy for a minute. I could honestly talk about therapy all day. Same. I think anyone could benefit from seeing a therapist. Totally. I also think it's very easy to talk yourself out of seeing a therapist, deciding it's too expensive or too hard to find a therapist. 
or just not wanting to have to go to the doctor's office every week. Especially now, when it might not feel safe to even go outside. Which is why we're big fans of BetterHelp, and that's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. You don't need to leave the couch! And it's super easy to schedule weekly phone or video sessions. Plus, you can send a message to your counselor anytime and expect a timely and thoughtful response. And if you want to change counselors for any reason, it's both free and easy. BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now, they've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. And no surprise, it's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy. And on top of that, there's even financial aid available if you need. Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's H-E-L-P. That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. And that's H-E-L-P. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, so Mary, this challenge, I'll just ask you, because we haven't talked about this, what did you think of the song? Um, you know, I there were parts of it that I liked. There's one part of it that's very Mayhem Miller in the talent show of episode one, where I was like, oh, Rue, I got none of that. Um, <laughs> there's... Like the, is it the bridge? And it's not the bridge because it kind of is like the beginning of the chorus each time that like it, kind it's, of. It can be called a bridge or a pre-chorus. Yeah. So whatever that is, I didn't really love. But then when it got into the chorus, um, like uh, what, it, what's the line of like, don't hold it back, whatever. Like I, th- I always thought that line yeah. was like the best back, part of the song. Back, them, hold it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that was, uh, uh. all of that was really like, ooh, ooh, I like this. I like this. Um but it was, you know, uh, I mean, when we think about Category Is and we think about Read You, Wrote You and we think about some of these other songs that are just indelible, I don't I don't think Clapback is going to be one of them. Oh, no. I mean, the song didn't work. And I think that's OK. They can't all be bops. I The hook was too fast for this to really work for me and therefore made the verses a little too fast. Um, mm-hmm. Not that like yeah. fast rapping or fast lyrics is a bad thing, um, because obviously like it's great. Um, I think that it it was just too busy, and when you think about the 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 mode that it was in, sorry, music nerd term. When you think about like kind of the tone of the music behind it, um, mm-hmm. it it's like this harmonic minor kind of feel, and it's actually pretty difficult to sing along to. Uh, it's it's pleasing to the ear um but it was it was a little too complex i think for for what i wanted to focus on which was the queen's verses um the the biggest problem for me was that rhyming multiple word phrases or rhyming a multiple word phrase with definitely right like in the in the chorus she goes say that crazy shit to me i'll clap back definitely it doesn't work yeah, that was and that was that little part that I didn't like. That was that Ugh. little sec, that little pre-chorus. If that's what it is, I didn't like that. Um, I also, I mean, I guess again, having just watched the category is performance from season nine, 
you know, and and it you know moves at a at a brisk pace in and of itself. But I was able to really kind of capture all the lyrics and capture all the moments. Like you really kind of it it slowed it down for me enough where I was like, oh, okay, I'm because I think sure, you know, that's a totally valid style to be like, you know be faster than that you know i'm not saying like whatever uh i don't know nothing about music but i feel like in this case especially with the queen's verses there's supposed to be all this like meaning that we're supposed to be hearing mm-hmm. from what these queens yeah. are singing that's supposed yes. to be kind of thematic of them and so if i'm if i'm trying to catch all that then like yeah it's it's a lot i'm doing a lot of work i'm trying to keep up you know like i'm over here in my jesus sandals trying to keep up you know it seems like they are packing so much into a little box, right? They all looked gorgeous. They all did the choreography more or less, right? Um, I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not like a choreography expert, but like I didn't notice any mistakes. There are people that, you know, I think Michelle was like, oh, Jujubee, you look kind of nervous at the start, you know, or, or there are people that are like, oh my God, you know, Cracker totally won the choreography in this. So she did, you know, all of that. I thought it looked great visually. It also looked very, very busy. But I think that they all rose to the challenge. Like, it was very hard for me to be like, this one was better than this one. Because at the end of the day, Mary, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, At the end of the day, um, this is becoming more of a non-challenge for me. They all do well. And I really support that. At the finale, you want them to just all do well. And I think at some point, either... Right. We have to stop calling it a challenge and just kind of it be like this final performance. Um, And it's not necessarily what they're totally judged on, maybe. Or change up the challenge format completely, like have them do their own show. Have their right. You know, like Drag Race Thailand Mm -hmm. style. Like Mm -hmm. I need something different here at the finale. I do, because as much as like Tajik Hall is very talented as a choreographer, it's getting a little bit too busy i don't know how he can top season three that finale in season three of all stars was spectacular i don't know oh oh that yeah that sort of like single take style thing oh yeah that Mm -hmm. was really cool yeah um yeah i mean i think you know unless unless this challenge decided who would be in a top two lip sync it doesn't really feel like yeah it, it, it feels like the decision the decision is is been made almost, you know, like Brew does not need to see how they do in this challenge and the final lip sync before she decides if she's going to crown Shay or Juju a cracker. This is just to have like a big set piece in the final episode. But I think if it was like, well, you know, whoever they determine were the top two from this challenge would then go on for the top two lip sync. It might make a little more sense. My yes. concern with that is it would have ended up being Cracker and Shay, and mm-hmm. I would have preferred you know Juju and Shay just because I'm rooting for for Juju. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I mean, it was it was fun. Like, I mean, I, I, I again, I'm gonna keep I keep going back to it because I just watched it. But like, if you watch the category is performance, it's just I don't know, like it. It just it. I was like, God, this did it. Did this feel as iconic at the time? Because man, is this good! Um, and I think it wasn't as complicated, and it wasn't as busy, and it wasn't as over the top. And I think that was part of its charm. Like, if you watch, like, read you wrote you. Everyone kind of, I think that's one of the most recognizable and even even the weakest quote unquote weakest link of that is become iconic of Roxy Andrews. But oh, somebody edited her into this. Uh, Lee Dawson did. 
edited oh. Roxy's verse into this beat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's great. Well, yeah, it's, it's great. like I feel like her her verse probably has is probably most well known of all four of them. I think I know hers way more than I know Alaska's. Right. Um, but I feel like the benefit, the reason why that worked so well partially was because it wasn't so over the top and it wasn't so complicated. So you could appreciate the little nuances of Katya singing like, but your dad just calls me Katya. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, though, I think Cracker had a lot of smart jokes, for example, in her part, but it went by so fast. And I'm like, wait, whose legs are that? You know, like there's so much to look at that it, the parts almost kind of overwhelm the whole which, sure. you know, hey, we've all been there, right? <laughs> um, I hear you, Mary. You don't want to overwhelm the whole too quickly. No. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Gentle. Gentle you don't want to go too fast or you're going to overwhelm right. the whole. Yeah. That's right. this is, th- we're not professionals. This isn't a porn. Um, no. So, no. <laughs> so, so, so I hear all of that. I think what I'm hearing also from you that I'm starting to think about is like, yeah, maybe we should bring this back to – the, the main stage, right? And it shouldn't be this soundstage huge type of thing. And we mm-hmm. should kind of keep it a little bit simpler as as a challenge. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go back to something we've talked about before. And I think it bears repeating, especially every season when this happens. This, is a, this, this challenge holds a very specific skill set. Very specific. And not every single amazing drag queen is going to be able to do this perfectly or well. And I, I think if we continue to say, nope, this is the ma- this is the final challenge, this is the final test, it it's going to be limiting of the amazing types of drag queens that that could win RuPaul's Drag Race. Right? Not yeah. all of them need to be dancers and and do these flips and everything. I think of Bibi Zahara Benet. Who, you know, does, those couldn't legs. do, yeah, those couldn't do legs. the lift, couldn't do yeah. the lift. And it's like, Todrick, change it. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Like somebody, somebody help yeah. her. Um, she's a, she's a queen. Um, yeah, yeah. She's a fucking queen. <laughs> yeah. Let's not make a fool of her. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's very true. I, that's what I, I mean, it is. And it all makes sense. Right. Because in a couple weeks, there's going to be the drag race Vegas mm-hmm. review show. Mm-hmm. Like, the the show, and we've talked about this drag race is i mean it is a platform certainly but like in terms of the type of drag that it's fostering for like you know long-term careers within the franchise you got to be a good dancer you got to you know you got to be a stage performer like I, I, that this is like the the show in in Vegas is a byproduct of what we're seeing in all stars five in this final Mm -hmm. challenge. Like Mm -hmm. it's like, if you like this, well, we're doing this in Vegas every night. Like this is what they are, what they are saying. They want to see Queens who who can do this kind of performing. Um, But if they had this kind of finale in season six, it Courtney act would blow the other Queens right out of the water, you know? Sure. Sure. And you know, I, it goes, I reminded of season Eleven, when Evie Oddly was kind of injured, and uh, Alyssa came in to choreograph that like country western thing, mm-hmm. and because Evie was injured, she had the role of sitting on the hay, and it was adjusted to meet the demands of each queen, and it was you know, so everybody could feel successful, and that nobody was put into you know looking bad everybody had the opportunity to be as successful as they could in whatever role and what happens when i feel like todrick comes in and i don't blame todrick i blame todrick's task like 
Jujube is like, girl, I don't dance. And he's like, okay, yeah. well, I'm, we're going to make sure it happens. It's like, no, have Jujube do something else. <laughs> yeah, like, because what ends up happening is because Jujube doesn't dance, it's like, oh, well, you know, it, it can very quickly feel like Jujube is the weak link of the group. And it's like, Jujube, like, I, like, bring back Black Velvet. I dare either of these queens to lip sync as well as she does to that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even the lip sync of this, you know, for the, oh, the um, we, we, we could, make yes. me feel. It's yes. like, I mean, I I realize, you know, uh, it's not that the other two were, you know, schlubs, but, like, Jujube was fucking killing it. Let's talk about it, Mary. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about that. It. Let's talk about I, it. I because... was so excited about this song, by the way. Oh, my I was God. So excited. Oh, my God. Yes. This is Janelle Monet's Prince moment, I call it. I yeah. love, love this song. Um, yeah. To me, I <laughs> I also was uh, Instagramming, Instagram storying uh, yesterday. And the question I posed was, what came out of crackers outfit and choice a was the ashes of butterflies big shout out yeah. to uh <laughs> sister mary ollie for bringing that idea to my attention and then uh choice two was ground up matzo oh, choice oh <laughs> very jewish yeah choice oh choice, choice, topical. <laughs> mm-hmm. choice three was oh the fracking <laughs> yeah Shale. <laughs> and choice four, um, uh, and by the way, uh, choice C and choice A, so the fracking and the dead butterflies, uh, they got uh, the most votes. Um, but choice four was the correct answer, which was third place. Yes, yes. It was the moment that she got third place. Yeah, I mean, I... Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> I mean, I kind of thought, man, if there was a way for that to be sparklers, we could have changed our tune. But what was supposed to happen? Was that was that it? I don't even know I, what that was. Was that glitter? I, I just assumed it was Grandma's dying wish. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe one boob was Grandma and one woman was Grandpa, and there was a whole theme of like, you know, her 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 heritage. You know, her main stage look was a throwback to her heritage, and her reveal in the final lip sync was a throwback to her grandparents. <laughs> Was her actual heritage? Um, yes, physical yeah. form. Um, no, you know I don't know. I it was it was so proud coming it across was, the front of the stage. Well, it, it was also a bit of like I felt like they it didn't quite take off the way she expected. So it was like, well, I better just yep. I better just do what Asia did and just throw them. <laughs> and then you, know? you had that amazing nuanced moment of Shay kind of mocking Cracker behind her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, that's again, that's how you do this. You like, that's how you win this. <laughs> that's right. It reminded me of Cameron Michaels looking down at the dead butterflies uh. on the stage. Like Shay Coulee kind of looking down, seeing what happened and then like goop died to the camera. Oh, I just, well, love I that think she was moment. like, she's like, I'm not going to have another fucking surprise reveal. Take a crown away from me. Uh, yeah. So get your get your glitter tits out of my way, honey. <laughs> not no, not this again. <laughs> yeah, not this. As Jen yeah, Sport would yeah. say. Yeah. Oh, not, not that. This. Not that. No, yeah. no, not that. Yeah. Not that. Uh, um. Yeah. You know, honestly, I feel okay. So I do want to talk more about the lip sync, but I do want to say this up front. Many people were Instagramming me saying that they thought Juju won the lip sync. Many people said Shay. A few people said Cracker. But honestly, 
whoever is your favorite won this lip sync. It's hard to yeah. see past it with this song, which we love, and this edit. So, you know, dig in to whatever opinion you have. I feel like Jujubee won the lip sync, if I'm only judging that. And, uh, and at the same time, while I was watching it, I was like, oh, God, Shay lost the lip sync again? Yeah, it, not it, again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not again. I mean, granted, I, I'm being unfair because there were moments of Shay's lip sync that I thought were really like a great choice. The mm-hmm. fact that she changed up the, you know, the rhythm of the visual, right? You have Cracker just going crazy all over the stage. And then uh, Jujubee, whose focus was very much her face. And, mm. then, and then you have, you know, this Stone Cold winner in the center of the stage doing this marionette robot movement, which kind of fit the rhythm of the song and was an interesting choice. I just wish that she had stopped sooner and then exploded, you know? Yes, I felt like I needed to see like a transition from this kind of robot thing. I mean, Juju, like I was not getting enough close-ups because there were those those two shots where we just got a shot of her and I was like, oh my God, like... This queen can lip sync. It just like she's just so good at it. And I I would have wanted to just watch her the entire time. I just Yeah. yeah. She captured was, the spirit, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I appreciated what Shay was doing, but Juju just like slid right into that song and fit it. And I mean Cracker, I yeah, I I, I was kind of like, uh, excuse me, honey, I'm trying to see the other two. Could you just could you just take those tits and get to the corner over there? I'm trying to there see these two. That, there was that feeling where it was like this, you know, this little spinner spinning around them, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, uh, yeah. And it was like you your six year old cousin <laughs> dancing at a wedding, you know? It's like, all right, <laughs> yeah. It's you like, know? excuse me, sweetie, you need a, a bracelet to be back here. Yeah, um, <laughs> why don't you go sit down and have a piece of cake with grandma? Yeah, Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know the the line for meet and greets is right over there. Just grab a wristband back there, right? Um, right. Where's your mom? <laughs> yeah, I'm being shady, but you know, it it, it seemed. For me, it was very much a one, two, three. And the one, two went back and forth between Shay and, and Juju. So, like, there are some moments when I'm like, oh, Sh- Shay won. And then there's moments where I'm like, oh, my God, Juju B is so good. She's just capturing the spirit. And that's what I lost from Shay. I mean, I liked her voguing moments. I liked her movements. I liked the little robot thing she did in the beginning. It lasted a little too long. Um, I thought she looked the best, right? With that wig nuance. Oh, my God. Just referencing the finale from season nine. That, Mm. again, like, that's royal. That is royal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, certainly. I mean, that thing is well with this lip sync is, like, this lip sync isn't deciding anything. No. It's not deciding anything. Um, The decision's been made. This is just, well, we got to have a lip sync, and we've got the rights to the song, and we got these queens. Why don't we do it? You'd Um, have to really fuck up. Yeah, and even then, it's just like they would edit around it. Like, I didn't see Shay take her gloves off. I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, there were some Um, times when I'm like, does Shay know the words? And then immediately mm -hmm. it's like, oh, wait, another cut, and, you know, you forget about it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been upset if it did come down to a top two, if it was Shay and Jujubee, because I think once you have more than two queens lip syncing, mm. it's just, it gets very busy. And I'm like, I don't know who to look at. Um, and so, you know, that I understand why they had the top three, but 
even more so when there's three, I'm like, okay, well, we're just watching three queens perform and try not to run into each other, you know? Oh, uh, totally, totally. But, yeah, I mean, I will say just because we hadn't mentioned it uh, in terms of runways was, like, Juju's final runway look. Oh, well, yeah, I was going to say, let's move on to these looks because yeah, we could certainly celebrate Juju's, but really, and I'll go back to this again, the one I want to celebrate the most is Shay's. And I am not a fashion whore. I don't know anything about that. What makes you think I have an in- don't have an interest in fashion? Um, I don't know anything about 1960s Balenciaga. But I do know what I like. And I love the movie Pretty in Pink. And I love a tall beehive girl. Like, this was fucking stunning. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, this is one of those moments where I was like, I mean, she looked great, but I had to be told, oh, no, 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 this is, it's okay that it looks like like a lot of fabric because it's supposed to be a reference to style. Like this is one of those, I, like, because I didn't get the fashion reference, I don't think I fell in love with it oh, immediately. Okay. Whereas like Juju came out and I was Ugh. like, Oh my God. Like this, this, you know, this is something that anime Wong and drag race Thailand would come out in, you know, like this is like for the pizza queen to come out with such yeah. an incredible look. Yeah. I, that was very excited by that. She waited uh, till the end. She stepped it up when it yeah. counted. Right. The last two looks absolutely last week and this week, I was like, you have redefined, you have raised the bar for all of the other future pizzas. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, this look wasn't just gorgeous and stunning, right? It was really thoughtful. Yeah. It was it meaning to yeah. her, her, her upbringing and the idea of the non-gendered visualization there, it was a surprise, which I also think was a really great, um, I don't know if it was strategic, but it could be conceived or seen as strategic uh, to bring this at the end. It's like, oh, actually I can fucking do this too. I mean, mm-hmm. next to Shay's, with, with Jujubee, it was like, wow, Cracker had another surprise. I mean, I feel like the first two were surprises. With Shay, I was just like, ugh. It was it was like a, a sigh of relief because mm-hmm. I got 60s. I love that era, and I love that reference. And she, that's what I got. I totally got what she was doing and how it related to black women, especially. But with Ms. Cracker as well, another surprise. Like, I was not expecting this level of detail. Yeah, and I I thought the the kind of the story behind it, like I think <clears throat> I think the fact that all three of them had meaningful stories behind these looks, and I think that that does, and it didn't feel tacked on. It didn't feel like, well, I had this look, and now I'm putting the story to it because it's the last episode. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, no, no, you're really like this. This was really smart to have a look that told us more about the queen, that told us more about kind of like their approach to drag, that like. There, there was a lot of thought put into all three of these looks, um, and they were just like, yeah, just so over the top. I mean, it was, uh, it's what the last runway of an All Star season should be. Exactly, exactly. I think that they both brought it. And if you're gonna say, oh, this look was better than this look, just remember that that's subjective, right? Like that is absolutely subjective because all three of them, I feel. And I know I'm kind of being kind here, but I, I can't help it. Like, I can't really read any of these looks. <laughs> they all spoke oh, to yeah. me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, it would feel really petty to read any of these looks. They were so... It'd just... be very Jeffrey Boyer Chapman of me, wouldn't it? Oh, very. Very Jennifer Bowers. Yeah. <laughs> I like that we can call her Jennifer Bowers uh, or Je- Jennifer Boyer Chapman because we do realize that 
Jeffrey is putting on a character there, right? Yes, yeah. that's the thing. Is like because I, I my understanding of Jeffrey Boyer Chapman is like the charming host from The Bitchler or Snatch Game of Love. Like I. I tend to like Je- when Jeffrey shows up on Drag Race, but like, yeah, in Canada's Drag Race, it's like, who is this? Uh, yeah. yeah, who are right, you? Right, right. Who, who are you? Are... It's this little game we play. Who are you? Um. <laughs> it's a little game we play. Yeah, no, he 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 puts that on. It's like a Simon Cowell. It's like a Paul Abdul. It's like a Michelle Visage, right? He's, I, you know, and it's it's. It's hard to watch right now because we're kind of like, oh, we don't like that. Um, but I, in, if we're speaking of putting on something, what did you make of the little moment after this runway when, you know, Carson and Michelle were like, oh, my God, that was incredible. And then you have Rue going, amazing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, it's, um, it reminded me of, it, it feels like a little piece of, like, more raw footage that Get kept, got kept in. Oh. It's very well, and it was. I don't think it was, but it would. It reminds me of they did the same thing in season. Uh, oh, season. What season was Layla McQueen on? And uh, eight, eight. Season eight. They did this in season eight, right before the the double. Oh yeah, lip sync with oh, Honey Mahogany the song, the perfect and song. Layla. They're like, oh, it's the, oh, it's the perfect song. Oh yeah, no, you, this is it. This is the best lip sync song, and so. I thought because because of that, I kind of had that in my head of like, huh, I wonder why they're showing us this. But I feel like it was just they wanted to show commentary of being like, yeah, this was a really incredible runway. Like, yeah, yeah. Including um, the other cast members. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like like all these people are asking, like, what was the phone call about? And it's like it wasn't about anything. It was yeah. just a goop. Yeah. Right, right. It was just a bit. Like, well, it's I, okay. <laughs> I read somewhere on Reddit, someone was talking about something, some producer I think was on like, I don't know, someone was on maybe Nicole Boyer, Nicole Boyer's, Nicole Byers podcast and was saying that apparently each week the phone would be on the desk uh, on the judges panel like every time and that there was supposed to be a bit of like RuPaul getting a phone call saying that the lip sync lip sync assassin is ready oh. um, and but they cut it and so all of them were like shocked when it happened after the lip sync um, in the last episode they're like well what's this about and so I guess it, if they had kept that bit in every week it might have made a little more sense but honestly <laughs> I just read it as like a one off campy yeah! stupid thing we're yeah! all expecting a twist a wait a minute and then it's right, like right. gotcha yeah <laughs> yeah gotcha yeah it's actually the top uh, uh, the top three becomes the top five because Monet and Trinity come back and right. they compete to break their tie. <laughs> right. Right. Instead of coming back and maybe needing another take on filming that little Oh, clip. Uh, completely agreed. My God. Like, I got the reference. Like, I totally got what they were referencing. And was there was it ever explained on Reddit or anywhere why they didn't actually come back? Like, other All-Star seasons? Why didn't I don't they come know. back? I don't know why they didn't come back, but I also, it was like, so like, like cringy. I was just like, oh, this is like, so this is, this is like two like baby gays performing reading at each other at a bar. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know if it was that bad. Oh, I do. (laughs) I I thought it, (laughs) I'll stand by that one all day. Yeah. I, I thought, man, I know you two are funnier than this. I think that they are funnier than that. I think that, yeah, they 
It, it was almost as if they were not in the same room and it was edited together later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was like it was not their material. Certainly, they were given a script, right. put in front right. of us, you know, a green screen, and be like, "All right, let's get it in one and get out of here." Yeah, yeah. Monet is much better when it's Monet's banter. Yes, yes. Yeah. It it really reminded me of if you go back and watch All Stars Four when they do the Sex and the Kitty Girl and her playing Charlotte. It was like the exact same acting style. I was like, oh, there's Monet doing her acting voice. You know, Mary, I was just thinking about that challenge and actually I was listening to Sibling Rivalry and oh my God, their most recent episode, I was snapping the entire time when Bob was talking about Blair. Anyway, um the the Kitty Girl what sex in the Kitty Girl, I was just reflecting of like, actually I thought Monet did great. Is that so wrong? I thought it was great. I thought it was funny. I thought she was I Charlotte. Mean, that that cha- I mean, that's a hard role. That challenge, that whole challenge, except for Monique Hart. I was just <laughs> insane. Like it was just uh it had such a Canada's drag race chaos. There were some moments. There were some really great moments in All Stars Four. And I feel like as we're wrapping up our discussion of All Stars Five, um, there's some really great moments, I think, looking back that just need to marinate a little bit. I do know that I will say, and I still continue to do say, I'm in love with Hannibal Lecter. Like, that just pops into my head randomly throughout the day. And all credit to Blair. Yeah, she, you know, it wasn't all bad. Um, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was a fun little season. You know, I think... I, th- I feel like with, you know, there's there's always kind of how I feel about a season while it's happening. And then there's how I feel about a season once it's over and like when I go back and when I rewatch it. And I think this season, while watching it, felt very straightforward and like, you know, fine. It felt really short. But I might go back later and go, I might think of it the same way I think of season eight, which is like a, a neat and tidy, quick little season Um that, you know, didn't have too many goops, but had some strong performances and some memorable moments. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, versus like season nine, I always think of it as like much more twisty turny, you know? Definitely. You know, the thing that I think All-Stars 5 is getting read for is that there, that the cast was made up of a lot of surprises. And that, it, that, that the top three or the top four, you could even argue the top five, was, you know... You could you saw it coming, and it was very apparent who that would be. Uh, and you know, it. I think it all depends on what the contestants do now with this new platform, of whether we're going to look back and be like, oh wow, oh wow, oh my god, all those legends were on All Stars Five, right? But it. I think the the problem was is that we were getting queens that were. It sounded like not sounded. It felt like they were quoting All Stars now instead of you know, quoting a season or, or glowing up or having a redemption. Mm-hmm. It was like they were, oh, this is this is an all-star does this, and oh, this is all-stars, right? It it felt a little, I don't know, like, oh, yes, these people did not win their season. And I know that sounds shady, but... Sorry. Well, it's like we've talked about in the past where earlier on in Drag Race, just in general, it was it was 
referential to top model and referential to project runway and to you know other reality shows and then over time it was able to become self-referential and then all stars kind of became this new thing that was referential to the main seasons and now all stars because we're five seasons in is becoming referential of itself mm. and i mean i feel like in some ways it's like the the new kind of drag race you know vegas review show is is not necessarily even more referential, but it, it is. I mean, it's um, yeah. it's kind of like, and here's where here's what you know you can do with this platform. And so, I think I don't know what the solution to that is. I I'm, I'm other than just like changing things up significantly, um, because I think just over time, like it just the snake eats its tail and more and more before you know it, it's eating its own head. You know? Mm. Yeah. I mean, not to say that you know. Uh, there weren't parts of this season that I enjoy and that I don't enjoy the self-referential nature of these seasons, but there was something about this cast that felt um, like they weren't fully formed yet or that Mm -hmm. it was too quick or that they just kind of underperformed. I I, I don't know. I'm being perfectly honest. Uh, Sorry. I know it might sound shady. You might like get your feelings hurt, but again, it's my opinion. I just feel like they kind of underperformed and it, wasn't we didn't get the a lot of the wows and uh, you know you could look at the lip syncs you could look at the challenges i you could look at this last challenge even as an example like bob bob did his own verse uh i didn't watch the pit stop but i saw evan ross cast tweeted it like it was a great verse you know yeah well and the queens i think more and more so i think part of this referential thing is they're more and more aware of being on television and more and more aware that it's that's just one factor of it. There's being on television, then there's being on Twitter, then there's doing the Instagram lives, then there's dealing with the reactions from the episodes, and you know, eventually when viewing parties happen, is like, I feel like when these queens are filming it, they know, like, there's just so much more of like kind of being either careful with what you say or mindful of what you say. I mean, <clears throat> I think a great example is when all the other the returning queens come back and they have that mini reunion. It's like three of them are wearing like jokey t-shirts you know and like referential Mm -hmm. t-shirts because Mm -hmm. they know they're on tv and like derek was wearing the like nobody died at stonewall shirt right it's like the i think that's what comes with it it's the show becomes more self-referential but the queens become even more aware of being on drag race not just on tv but on drag race yes and And i and i do like self-aware when it's wink wink nudge nudge but i don't like self-aware when it fails, right? When it's when it's too much. When it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're not you're not present, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it just. I think there was a lot about this season, probably a mix of what the queens were bringing to the table, how it was edited, the storylines they were producing with the content they had that that did feel less organic than even like an All Stars two. You know where? Right. Uh, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, that's a great example. I think because All Stars two is still, I think, one of the best seasons the se- the series has ever had. Yes. Um, and uh, had queens who knew they were on TV and and had you know were able to be self referential, but somehow the balance was there where it still felt fresh and still felt organic. Mm. Yeah, I. Mm. I, I want to come away from this season because we're ending with a, a more uplifting note. And I think the best thing that came out of All Stars 5 is the story arc we got from Shea Coulee and the resolution. It really felt good. Yeah, I think we got it was like we got the 
the resolution of Shea Coulee, we got more time with Juju B, which I think just granted didn't have, have as many peaks and valleys, but Juju B, I think oh, it was it was just such a joy. I mean, she was such a great narrator, she was such a great competitor. Uh, she did well in the reality show side of things. She did well in the competition side of things, and I think that was such a joy, just yeah. to kind of. You know, it was like, and they don't need to season- win, and they don't yeah. need to win, and that you don't no. need to win. Yeah, and I think that Juju B won so many people's hearts, um, and I think that that was yeah. So it was the gift of getting more time with Juju B, and yeah, like Katya. You know, I, I go back to Katya or Shangela. and Katya, right? Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, there were certainly some gems that came out of this, um, but yeah, it, it's. Um, I mean, I'll I'll say certainly after. Season twelve, and then All Stars five, and I know that the the review show is starting in a few weeks, but I am ready. I'm ready for a little bit of a breather from recapping the drag competition of Drag Race, other than Canada's Drag Race, because I'm living for that. Sure, yeah, no, Canada's Drag Race is still going strong. We're about to go on a snatch game. We will yeah. be airing or airing. We'll be publishing our Drag Race Canada episodes starting next week. Yes, uh, I believe that uh, we're going to be a little off. We might have to discuss that, actually. So don't take my word for that. Colin, offline, we should discuss when we're going to drop it because this Monday is Canada's Drag Race uh, episode one. Maybe we'll do one and two next week, right? Um, we can release two so that we're caught up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, we can release these and then we'll we'll be recapping them live at some point on the main feed. Yeah. Uh, that's not what I'm saying, but it's okay. We oh. can, uh, we'll, well, we'll talk about this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a peek at how the sausage isn't made. Um, I don't know what you're saying, but sure, we can talk about it. Um, well, Barrys, if you have any thoughts on the finale of All Stars 5, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary. You can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or uh, tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary. If you want, you can follow me on Instagram at Johnny Also, or you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Also One. And you can find more of me on my podcast in the details, a celebration of nuance or best supporting podcast, a celebration of best supporting actresses. Uh, and of course you can find more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And uh, you can get more of both of us, including recaps of Canada's drag race and nuance. The all right. Mary after show uh, at patreon.com slash all right. Mary. And Marys, we thank you for going through this journey with us, uh, for, you know, following along on these episodes with us. And uh, it's been it's been a really fun time as much as kind of like it's been crazy with the pandemic and with all of the unrest going on. Um, it, it has created a an escape for me to remember, like, OK, we're just going to talk about Drag Race right now. That's all we're really yeah. thinking about right now. And um, I, for, for those of you that have reached out, um, you know, thanking us for giving you some sort of break from all that's been going on, same. If you weren't listening, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be doing it. So, uh, and without those messages as well to keep us going. So thank you so much for listening uh, this season. Um, Colin, I'm going to pass it back to you uh, to tell our Marys where we are donating this week. Well, sure. So, of course, Marys, as you uh, may know at this point, that every week during the season of All-Stars 5, we, were, we are donating a portion 
of our Patreon proceeds to an organization. Uh, last week, we made an exception for, you know, kept it a little closer to home with Miss Chi Chi Devane, but uh, all under the header of helping to help continue support the Black Lives Matter movement and keep that conversation going and keep that cause going. Um, and so this week, we are donating to the National Black Disability Coalition. Uh, the NBDC is the nation's largest, is the, excuse me, the NBC, let me just take that again. The NBDC is the nation's organization for all black disabled people. Membership and partners include black disabled organizations, disabled people, parents, family members, faith-based nonprofits, and academic and policy leaders. Uh, the NBDC was founded in 1990 in response to the need for black disabled people to organize around mutual concerns. Uh, it's dedicated to examining and improving community leadership, family inclusion, entrepreneurship, civil rights, service delivery systems, education, and information, and black disabled identity and cultural through the lens of ableism and racism. So uh, if you would like to support as well, you can check them out at blackdisability.org. Thank you so much, Colin. Uh, yeah, definitely research more and, and if you can donate some more or at least, you know, share on social media about the organization if you can. Um, this week's last chance lip sync. I fucking love for multiple reasons. Uh, right now, I think in the world, in this country, on the left, in our own LGBTQ plus queer community, we need some unity, right? We absolutely need to start thinking about how we're going to come together. Um, this song is also dedicated to one Miss Alexandria or Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, the song is called Unity by Queen Latifah. And if you know this song, there is a question that Queen Latifah starts in the chorus. Who you calling a bitch? <laughs> yeah. Going to toss that one to you, Ted Yoho. Who you calling a bitch? <laughs> you calling a bitch? Um, it's also in reference to Shea Coulee and her beautiful drag and how she enters the dress as a love letter to black women. And I feel like this song kind of echoes that sentiment. Um, and it's you know Queen Latifah, girl. Come on. I mean, come on. Set it uh, off. <laughs> yeah. In the words of Latrice Royale, it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> <laughs> when you're good to mama, mama's good to you. All right, Mary. <laughs> All right. All right, Mary. All right. That's that's from Chicago. That's yeah, Chicago. That is. Yes. We're going to. That's where Shay's from. <laughs> that's right. And uh, we're going to bring down the house, if you will, with this Queen Latifah song. Uh, yes, we will. <laughs> yes, we will. Uh, beautiful words. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, 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 we will. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. I'm wondering. Okay, yeah, there. There, there thank you. Thank you. I'm like, there it girl, is. Yeah. where are you going to give me yeah. another reference? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so who's your man? Well, it's not Queen Latifah. Um, no. Yes. So, Mary, if you can't get to the barbershop or the beauty shop, and you spent your last holiday not listening to this song. This is well, just right. <laughs> Shout out a joyful noise for Queen Latina. <laughs> Bring it home, girl. Bring it home. 
Uh, this is not Stranger Than Fiction. It's real, and it is Queen Latifah's Unity. So we will see you when we see you, and we love you for that. Yeah. So yeah.